Pastor almost made me to speak one of the messages that I will speak one of these days. But I will resist the temptation. I will resist the temptation. You know, I was showing my friend uh, Irene, and today I was showing my wife, and my wife was saying, wow. And I was telling my wife the importance of being grateful. Because if you look at the last words of the book of Psalms, the last words in the book of Psalms, the last two words, the last three words say, praise the Lord. And the last two words in the book of Proverbs says, at the city gates. And then if you go to the next book, the last four words says, whether good or bad, praise the Lord. I was seated here one day when my brother was preaching about being thankful. And then the Spirit of the Lord told me, check those three words in those three books. And I was like, wow. So I sat with Irene and I showed her and said, when are you preaching this? One of these days. But praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord at the city gate. Whether good or bad, it is in your Bible. Today, we are speaking about breaking the cycles of disappointment. Praise the Lord. We are breaking the cycles of disappointments. Disappointments, in other words, is shame. In another words, is disgrace. Those three words are the same. They are what we are breaking today. Because you have seen people or we have encountered situations whereby there are repeated failures in our lives. You notice that there is a common denominator of failure in our lives. That's what we are breaking today. And you know it. Praise the Lord. Near misses, and you know it. That you know always when I'm always about to get it, it somehow disappears. And some of people say, that is my portion. In the spiritual realm, the, the, what disappointment does for us in the spiritual realm, it creates, it creates a mask in our life. We are unable to radiate the glory of God. We are unable to radiate the success of God. We are unable to be seen to be who we are. And even in the spiritual, in the physical realm. One day I was at the mountain praying and a sister came to me and said, Man of God, thank God for coming today. I want you to pray for me. And this sister, I looked at her face and I didn't know what to tell her because on her face was written rejected. Now she's excited and she's telling me I've been praying on this mountain. I asked her, for how long have you been praying in the mountain? She said, for a long time. And when I look at her face, her face in the forehead was written, rejected. Now I look at her and I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to shout, my sister, I need to break the spirit of rejection in your life. But then, because I'm a man of God, I told her, my sister, as long as the spirit of rejection is not broken in your life, you will struggle. And then I explained, when you came and sat here, I saw in your forehead written, rejected. And then she told me a story I will never forget and say, man of God, you are right. Because even the reason why I sleep on this mountain, I do not have a home. So why don't you have a home? And he said, because they closed my home because of rent. She said, okay. Then the next thing she said, even my resort sleeps, this the, 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 my secondary school never gave me, even the college where I, when I just finished the other day, they have not given me my resort slip. So I said, okay. The house has rejected you because I, that's what she said. Now, even education has rejected you. Even education has rejected you. Even the next thing she said, 
And man of God, before I finish, nobody can ever employ me. Because I'll, every time I seek employment, I just come close but disappear. Then, when I thought this lady would keep quiet, then said, and as you can see, I look old, but if I tell you my age, you'll be surprised. So at that point, I did not want to hear the age because clearly looking at her, she was old. But the voice was the voice of a young lady. So the first thing I knew what need, I needed to do is to break the spirit of rejection over her life. Because rejection was carried by the spirit of disappointment. She was disappointed. And you see, the, if you understand the word of God, there are some things that you need to understand. When she told me her, my house is closed, you know the Bible says, riches reside in our homes. That's what the Bible says. Now when she told me her house is broke, I mean is, is closed and she has no home, what she was telling me, I can never be wealthy. Because the Bible says, riches reside in our home. Praise the Lord. So then the first way, what I did is I, I prayed for her and broke that spirit of rejection. And then I commanded her to be visible in the spiritual realm and in the physical realm. And then I told her from today, the cycles of disappointment in your life is broken. And then we were going for Kesha that week and my wife would tell you and Apostle Joshua, I went with her. And I told the, the pastor, this we need to pray for. And he said, this one I'll pray for because you have said so. I have been looking for the lady at the mountain. I have never seen her again. Because she, when that spirit was broken, somebody noticed her. She got her, her, her results back. She went to Busia and she was given her results back. She got a job. Praise the Lord. And the house accepted her. And she now, she's now doing a job. She's no longer at the mountain. She can only come to the mountain to tell the Lord, I give you thanks, give it. Praise the Lord. That's what happened when the spirit of rejection is, uh, the spirit of disappointment is broken in life. Because as I said, the, what the spirit of disappointment does, it eats up your spirit. It eats up your motivation. It brings depression. It makes you feel that you are not worth of anything. It makes you feel that you, you are just surviving. Where any hustler? There's something I do not do in my life. I, and people like to share and say, I am hustling. My brother, my sister, I do not hustle. I do not survive. I live. Praise the Lord. Stop quoting some things because people are quoting. Niko tu. Niko tu means no progress. Pale, pale. And then you expect progress. I do not say so th those things. How are you? Good. Great. I'm hustling. How is your job? I'm hustling. You are attracting the, the anointing for hustling. Just because the deputy president called himself a hustler, you have no, it is that moment that it is an acceptable term. He's just trying to be humble. So stop just using words because people are using. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So one of the things that, about breaking the spirit of disappointment is you have to change your character before even going to the world. You have to change your character. You have to, to change how you speak. The Lord has, must have a portion in your life. The reason why I say they bring these envelopes here and these things that our people have written, we, we will not, you have been too kind not to tell you that uh, 
every time we go to the mountain, because we as preachers in this church, we go to the mountain every Friday. I hope I'm allowed to disclose. We go to the mountain every Friday the whole day to pray before we come and speak to you. Because we have said we will not speak before our people empty and with emptiness. We have to seek to know what is the Spirit of the Lord saying. And we go with them. And one, of the th- one day when we are with them, because we've been going with them the whole of January, we are going to go with them the whole of February. One thing the Lord spoke to us and he said, this needs keeps you employed. And Pastor Florence will tell you, religious, these ones keeps us employed. Ask, ask Pastor, ask uh, my brother, Pastor Joshua. Praise the Lord. Today, we want to break that spirit. Oh, disappointment. The spirit of near misses. The spirit of not being seen. Have you ever gone to a room and you ask people, so who was there? And you come back and say, people are there. And there are some people you ask them, and they go to a room and you ask them, who was there? They're able to tell you ten people they saw in a flash. But others they say, people are there. You are never picked, you are never seen. Let's go to the word of God. And I'll speak on just one word. And then uh, I want to speak very quickly because we want to spend time praying. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 11. And I want you to read the Bible that I read. So it's one scripture but I'll, I'll take long on that scripture. The Bible says, as the scripture says. And as I told you the other day, my Cambridge teacher told me, where there's a comma, you mean pause. Praise the Lord. So let's pause. As the scripture says. Those, few, those words says, as the scripture proves. That's what the word says. As the, as the scripture proves. As the scripture proves. Those words says, as the scripture proceeds to prove. Those words means, as the scripture authoritatively says. Those scriptures says, as the scriptures authenticate. Those words say, says, as the scriptures have laid a foundation. Those words says, as Jesus has said. Those words says, as the promises of God authoritatively say. Let me just, just take you back as part of as we are going on. I was showing my wife and I was telling her, just open your Bible and tell me the first word in the, in the, that opens the Bible. The first word that opens the Bible is the word in. The Bible says in the beginning. Let's take the word in. And I tell her, go to the book of Matthew, um, the first book in the New Testament, and tell me the first scripture talks about who, and she said it talks about Jesus, the genealogy of Jesus Christ. And I told her, check the last word in the Bible. And she said it's amen. And I told her, are those three words. The Bible says, the Bible is simply a story of who? Jesus. Because the Bible simply says, in Jesus, amen? amen? Amen. It's your Bible. It's your Bible. Don't read so many things. Just simply check, go open your, I never, go open your Bible in, in, in the beginning. You can even add in the beginning. Then look at the book of Matthew. Start the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Simply say, in the beginning, you can even say, Jesus. And then, at the end, Amen. Every success you shall ever acquire here on earth, as long as it is not laid under the foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
it shall disappoint you. If you want any success in this world, you have to make sure that you have a relationship with the Lord. One of the ways to break the spirit of disappointment is always guard your relationship with the Lord. Because the whole Bible, as long as Jesus is not the center of the Bible, it is no longer the Bible. It is a good constitution for reference. That's why the Bible says, in Jesus, Amen. Amen. And that's what the Bible says. As the scripture says, in Jesus, Amen. As the scripture says, as the scripture says. So I want to ask you, one of the things you will discover that disappoints us is because we base ourselves on things that are not godly. On things that are not godly. You find there are some of us that will keep on coming on the altar. Man of God, pray for me this. this. And when you, during the week, you live a contrary life. And then when you come here, you want superstition because what you, don't want, what you want is not a miracle. A miracle happens to somebody who is walking with the Lord. With the Lord. If you are not walking in the Lord and you are coming here, we pray for you. What you want is superstition. Because the Lord said, who that does, who, who that does not gather with me, scatters. So do you want to encounter the Lord? Gather with the Lord. Base your life on the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the Lord have a portion of you. Let him know that he is your portion. He is your portion. So one of the things that brings disappointment in our life is our character. Jesus said, ask the disciple, who do they say I am? So I'll ask you today, who do they say you are? are you? Who are you? What does the world say who you are? What does the world say about you? Praise the Lord. In Jesus' amen. As the scripture says. So let's continue. The Bible says, as the scripture says, and I'll show you what the scripture says. Let's go. We have not even. No, there is a comma, please. Don't be in a hurry. If you look at Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. Isaiah 55. I'll quickly go there. We are still talking as the scripture says. Isaiah 55, verse 10 says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven. Where is the rain and the snow coming from? From heaven. As they come down from heaven, and there is a comma again. It says, think about it. And now I'll explain to you why that comma is there. The Bible says, as the rain and snow come from down from heaven. Do you know there are some places here on earth, the rain and the snow do not come down from, down upon. And they are called what? Desert. As long as your life does not, as long as your life does not have the the, the glory of the Lord. As long as your life does not have the word of God, you are dry. As long as you, are, you have no testimony, it is difficult for the rain and the snow of the Lord to come down upon your life. Praise the Lord. Rain and snow does not fall anywhere. It falls on specific region that attracts it. That's why... There is one place here in this country when it snows, we all put it in the newspaper. That is Nyahururu. Because we are not used to snow. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says, as the rain and snow come down from heaven, 
Do you want to attract the rain of the Lord and the snow of the Lord? Make sure your life is, has the word of God in you. Because the, 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 the rain of the Lord and the snow of the Lord can only attract or be attracted by a spirit, by a heart that has the word of God as his foundation. So the Bible says, and do not return to it. Hallelujah. I love that portion. Now let's pause there. You know one thing about, I love about the promises of God. When they come down from heaven to my life, they do not return. They become mine. They become mine. And let me explain to you a bit further. Have you ever discovered that uh, when the Lord blesses you with a house, the house does not go back to heaven? That's what the Bible says. Let's, please, let's understand. The Bible says, and do not return to it. When the Lord blesses you the house, it does not return to heaven because yours. And do you know most of the time we say, my house. We don't even say, my house, me and the Lord. My? But when you're trusting God, you normally say, oh God, bless me with that house of ours. But when it comes down to you, you normally say, my house. But when you're praying, Lord, that house of ours. But when it comes down to you, when the miracle happens, you say, it is mine. It's okay. Because the Bible says in Psalms 15 verse 16, God gave man the earth, so it's fine. And then, without watering the earth, and make it burn and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. I've always loved, Pastor, I've always loved, loved this, this story about the sower. Have you also discovered, because we are speaking about breaking the spirit of disappointment, because I don't want anybody to blame me. Have you ever discovered that every time the Bible talks about a sower, there is another word that talks about the benefit of a sower? If you look at that scripture, it says, so that it yields seed for the sower. It means there is a person that God loves so much, called the sower. Sower. It is only, in actual sense, it is only the sower who benefits from the rain of the Lord and the snow of the Lord. So, for us, some of us who are encountering seasons of disappointment, one of the things you need to check in your life, are you a sower? How much are you, are, you, are you a giver? Because again, if you go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, it says, he gives bread to the sower. Bread to the sower. So one of the challenges we have as Christians is sisi ni mkono the rain of the Lord and the snow of the Lord do not do not come down in their lives. That's why they go through disappointment. And that's why I said the other day it is my brother, Apostle Joshua, you know, we push, this, our people make us push the Lord so much. You come and tell me, my man of God, pray for me for a financial miracle. And you do not tithe. So you're asking me, and I said the other day, you're asking me to pray like this. Oh God, bless this thief so that the thief may steal more. Because that's what you're telling me to pray. Have you ever handled even you push us so much, even you make us wrong, pray amiss. Have you ever heard some preacher say, I rebuke the devourer? Let, let me tell you something. You will never hear in my life me rebuking the devourer. Because the Bible says, it is the Lord to rebuke the devourer. 
If a pastor prays and rebukes the devourer, open your mouth and tell the pastor, no, stop. That's not your job. Because the Bible says, and the Lord shall rebuke the devourer. That's the work of the Lord. You partner with the Lord and the Lord does the rebuke. The rebuking of the devourer. Check the book of Malachi. So we are talking about, uh, I'm not talking about uh, money, I'm just telling, talking about the yeeds. The, so that yields, so that it yields seed for the sower. One of the reasons that we have encountered disappointment is we have a difficulties blessing the Lord. We are, have excuses. I used to tell my staff uh, because I, when I was employed, I had about 230 staff across the country. And so, uh, without counting those in Uganda and those in Rwanda. And when somebody would enter my office and they would start with a story, I used to tell them, it's just, and I was a bit harsh. No, I was harsh, let me be honest, I was harsh. I used to tell them, please can you shut up? An excuse plus an excuse equals to excuse squared or zero squared. You are telling me nothing. We have reached a position whereby we tell, the, we tell stories that, Lord, if you do this, I will do this. Why don't you just start by doing with what you have? It is better than giving a lot of sto- story. So the Bible says, so is my word, and that's why I'm going, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. My mouth. The mouth of who? The Lord. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will never return to me empty. Just put your hands or your right hand on your chest and say, Lord Jesus, may I declare, I declare every prophecy spoken over my life shall never return to you empty, shall never bring emptiness in my life. It shall flourish me. It shall lift me. It shall nourish me. It shall change my situation. It shall change my circumstances. It shall remove my mountains. It shall place me where you want me to be placed. In Jesus' name. There is a promise. That every word that God has spoken over your life. It shall never return to God empty. Two people. It shall never return to God empty. And shall never return to you empty. It works. The word of God works on two people. You and the Lord. You and them? That's why the Bible says, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Praise the Lord. It shall achieve the purpose which I sent it. That is what the Bible says. As a, we are still at the point as, as the scripture says. We have not even gone back to the other portion. As the scripture says. So what does the scripture say? That the word of the Lord shall never return to the Lord empty. And as the scripture says, the word of the Lord shall never bring emptiness to your life. As long as the word of the Lord does not bring emptiness to your life, you shall not, the spirit of, the, the spirit of cycles of disappointment shall be broken in your life. As long as you have the word of the Lord that does not bring emptiness, that builds you up, that you can rely on. I told a story that you've heard. One day thieves went to uh, steal, uh, attacked a woman uh, and in her house and she had the Bible. 
and she took the Bible. She took the Bible and uh, she didn't know what to tell the Lord and what to cry to the Lord. So she put the Bible down and she stood on the Bible and said, I stand of all the promises in this word. And when the thieves peeped in and saw a woman, an old woman standing on the Bible, they took off. No, we are not supposed to be like that. The grace of the Lord just located the lady. In her foolishness, the Lord had mercy. But us, we know which, which, which promises to stand on. Praise the Lord. Disappointment occurs when you do not know which scripture to stand on. What promise to stand on. And the Bible says, as the scripture says, as long as the Lord is your God, he will never disappoint you. As long as the Lord Jesus is your Lord, he will never disappoint you. So who is your Lord today? That's what I'm asking. Who is your Lord? Today. What are you trusting the Lord to do for your life? What is the equivalent of that need that you have in the Bible? What promises can you stand on? Because you know, this, the, my brother Apostle Joshua, what disappointment does in our lives, it nullifies some promises of God in the Bible. Proverbs 10.22, the blessings of the Lord and riches and others, no? Sorrow. Now, disappointment adds sorrow. Instead of, the, instead of, of you attracting the riches of God, you attract, you attract so, sorrow. That's why we needed to break it today. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 23 verse, verse 16. Is it verse 18? The Bible says, and, 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 and the Bible says something very, the Bible says something that we've been saying here. My, um, my expectation shall not be cast short. Now, the spirit of disappointment makes your expectation short. What the spirit of disappointment does, every promises of God, it turns it, it, turns it around. It turns it around. Praise the Lord. As the scripture says, the word of the Lord shall never return to him empty until it blesses you. As the scripture says, the Lord will not sleep or slumber until he blesses you. The agenda of the Lord is you. Say the agenda of the Lord is me. The assignment of the Lord is you. Say the assignment of the Lord is me. The mandate of the Lord is you. Say the mandate of the Lord is me. The greatest testimony that the Lord Jesus has is you. When you succeed, he has succeeded. Praise the Lord. That cycle has to be broken today. Because it masks our image. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So now we can continue with our scripture because I, want, I don't want to take a lot of time. Romans 10, 11. As the scripture says, anyone. Hey, I love this one, my brother. Any. It means you qualify. It means you qualify. The Bible says any. You're part of the anyone. I love the, this, I love the Lord. The Lord says, even if I do not know my name. Even if I do not know my, my situation. Even if I still qualify because I'm still part of the anyone. I love the Lord. So what is the enemy telling you today? You still qualify. You're part of the anyone. What are the, your enemies telling you? You still qualify. You're part of the anyone. Praise the Lord. 
Have you been going through the cycles of disappointment? There is hope today. The Bible still calls you anyone. Praise the Lord. Any? One. It means you qualify. And then it says, who trusts? Hallelujah. Who trusts? Some scripture says who believe. As long as you believe in the Lord, as long as you trust the Lord, every cycle of disappointment shall be broken in your life today in Jesus' mighty name. Every troubles of your life that has persisted in your life shall be broken today in Jesus' mighty name. It does not matter what your ancestors said or did. It's today you are changing in Jesus' name. Today your situation is changing in Jesus' name. Because you are here because you trust the Lord. You made an effort to be here today. And the Lord has made an effort to be with you today. Today. Today your situation is changing. Say my situation is changing today. Today you are changing my brother and my sister. Have faith in God. Today your situation is changing in Jesus' name. Today you are walking in an elevated life in Jesus' name. Today the spirit of the Lord is locating in Jesus' name. Today, and I love this most, today the angels are, being, are receiving a new assignment about your life today in Jesus' mighty name. It does not matter what the, your ancestors did. It does not matter what your parents did. It does not matter where you came from, what they did. It does not matter where you live today. But the most important thing today, the angels of the Lord are being assigned a new assignment to lift you today in Jesus' mighty name. It does not matter how much they hate you. It does not matter how much debt you have. It does not matter how, how much trouble you have. Even if they are, they are guniers in a house, it does not matter. What matters today, the Lord is assigning the angels a new assignment. You are the assignment. Today, the angels are receiving a new assignment to make sure that you are, you are lifted up. You are lifted up this month. This month in this church is our month of good reports. Today, the spirit of troublers of the children of God is being broken in Jesus' name. Because the angels have an assignment, we must have good reports. We are going to have good reports, my brother, my sisters. This month, we are, we are not going to watch as others testify. We are also going to testify. We are going to enjoy the joy of them hearing our testimony. Because it's a month of good reports. Yes. The spirit of the troublers of the children of God is being broken today. The spirit of disgrace of our lives is being broken today. The spirit of shame of our lives is being broken today. The, psych the, the cycles of disappointments are being broken today in Jesus' mighty name. What house did they say you will never enter? The Lord is saying you will enter. Hallelujah. What money they did, they say you'll never have. The Lord is saying you will have in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, make a city kabashinta. Today, situations are changing in Jesus' name. Because we believe in the Lord. We believe in the Lord. We believe in the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's encourage ourselves. The other day I said, and uh, Pastor keeps on uh, enjoying me about it. I said, I decided to be uh, to drive. I decided when they could not give me a car even to wash. And pastor, by the time I was try driving my car by faith, nobody had ever ever trusted me with a car to wash. So every time I would leave my job because I was working in the Ministry of Finance, when I, I arrived in the evening, and because there's a corner in South B where I used to live in, Plainsview, Okochini, in the, I still remember, it was called the railway flat, uh, the railway homes. When I reached a corner where nobody could, do, could see me, I would start saying, 
brum, 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 brum. Then I'll go and enter the compound and I park the car and say, Shh, my car. And then I'll say, Kuh. and then I'll say, yes, I own it. Praise the Lord. That is how serious I was. Because nobody would trust me to wash their cars. Nobody would trust me to wash. Up to that point, I never washed wash anybody's car. And I was more than 23 years old. But nobody could trust me to wash their car. But by faith, I was already washing mine. Even if it was imaginary. Praise the Lord. I said I learned how to preach because when I had, after parking my car by faith, I would enter my house and my wife would tell you how my house was. My house was a very good house. It was a small room that could fit only one sofa set, one coffee table, a china dinner set of 47 pieces, which I took by loan by a company called Kukopesha, and a carpet and a poof. And on the wall there was a big red uh, curtain. So if you enter that house, you look and think the bedroom is that way. And incidentally, God is very merciful. That I would even encourage, uh, they, they, they will come with the singing because I used to sing in the worship team. The worship team will visit me in my house. And they never ask themselves, how come he hangs his suits in the sitting room? Nobody ever did like this to remove the curtains. Hallelujah. But you know something, my brother and my sisters? I had a house in South B. What are you talking about? And more than that, my car was parked outside. It could not carry anybody, but the most important thing, it was parked. And I own it. And it was debt free. Praise the Lord. I own no bank any debt. It was my car. You could not see it, but I could see it. Hallelujah. Oh, I love the Lord. You have to have faith. You have to see these things by faith. One day, and I hope I'll not give you so many stories. One day I went, <laughs> you know, I was a civil servant, so the Mshara Ikua, you know, in the civil servant those days, I don't know about these days. We had three loans, and this one makes Apostle Joshua to laugh. We had three loans. There was normal loan, emergency loan, and school fees loan. So I had those three, yet I had no family. So, <laughs> So I went, to, I went to sell some books and they were called cookery books. And I figured out the best place to sell these books is those guys who cooked. And in my in small imagination, those guys lived in Karen. And I had 20 bob. And a gray suit. I still remember a gray suit. So I went to a school called St. Hannah's to, to sell books to them for cookery. They, nobody bought any of them. Like my 20 bob, because those days were the days of the Kefadi, the KBS, was over. I knew nobody. So I walked from St. Hannah's to Karen Shopping Center and then walked in a suit and a tie and my books. Then near a school called St. Christopher, I sat there and cried. And cried and cried. And I said, God, this school that has rejected me, my children will, accept, will, accept, will be accepted there in Jesus' name. I said, Lord, the school that has rejected to honor, to honor me by buying my books, one day it will accept my children. And I prayed. Then I said, you Karen that has refused even to bless me with food. And I'm going to walk to South B empty handed and, and, and disappointed. You, I will live here one day in Jesus name. And then I look at the cars passing by and I say, you cars that are passing by, forgetting there's a young man crying here. One day I own you in Jesus name. And then I walked. 
And I reached home about 10 at night. So one day, I was driving. Some, I think it should be 2013. I was just had come from my house. That time I had a, a new, no, that's 2010. I had a new silver Mercedes, KB, K, 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 KBF. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord told me, Son, stop. I stopped. Park. I parked. And then, come out. I came out. Sit down. I sat down. And then the Spirit of the Lord asked me, Where do you live? I said, I live just behind here, not far from here. Okay? I still wasn't getting. Where do your children go? And I said, Lord, but my children go to St. Hannah's. I was still not getting. Remember the same school that rejected me, and I prophesied that they will accept my children. What car do you drive in? But Lord, you can see I drive a Mercedes. Then the Spirit of the Lord asked, do you remember these places? I said, yes, I remember these places. I sat here and cried. That was my Bethel. Praise the Lord. Faith, my brother, my sister, breaks the spirit of disappointment. Do not be afraid to prophesy to yourself. When they told me I could not, no lady could accept me. I remember in my youth they used to say, and I said I'll pick the best in Jesus' name. Yes. And I picked in the youth in Jesus' name. The ones my father, my, my father gave me, I refused. The one my stepmother gave me, I refused. The one my mother gave me, I refused. The one my spiritual mother of that time gave me, I refused. I said, I will get one for myself. In Jesus' name. Faith breaks the spirit of disappointment. You have to walk like a madman in some things. Praise the Lord. Some of us, if you tell you what you are trusting God for, I remember there is a bishop here in town, asked me, man of God, that is uh, in 2016, what is this big that the Lord is telling me you are trusting him for? I want to pray with you. And uh, he's a very good man, he's a big church here in the town. And I told him, my brother, the bishop, if I tell you what I'm trusting God, your faith might disappear. Yes. Praise the Lord. So what are you trusting God for? Uh, one of the things to do, break the spirit of disappointment is speak it in Jesus' name and do not be afraid. And if you know somebody that walks with the Lord and has a testimony with the Lord and an encounter with the Lord, hold hands with that person and believe with the Lord about it. But do not speak your, 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 your victory, I call it your victory, to a joker. But in private, speak it. I speak it properly. Sometimes when I'm praying and I'm speaking my visions, I look at my wife and I can say, okay, I thank God for this woman. What she hears this man praying, I, sometimes I sympathize with her. The things she hears the man praying is as if the man owns all the millions. But yes, they are coming. They are coming. They are coming. You laugh at me, you'll come to borrow from me. Because they are coming. That's the faith I have. Yes, the faith I have. That's the faith I have. The guy who used to drive an imaginary car. One day my wife told me, now this is not, this is too much. Because people who visit us in homes, and we had four cars parked in the house. We had a Prado, we had two Mercedes and a Subaru. And my wife said, now we are making our visitors to suffer. We have to sell two. That is the point we had reached. But they remember, the guy used to drive an imaginary car. I am no longer driving an imaginary car. Praise the Lord. So what is disappointing you today? It is disappointing you because you are not speaking it out. 
Speak it out today in Jesus' name. Call it by name. Speak it out in Jesus' name. Whatever disappoints you, it has a name. Speak it out in Jesus' name. Nullify it in Jesus' name. And command it to go. And it will go. And that's what we are going today to, to do this evening in Jesus' name. Our situations must change. Our situations must change. In Jesus' mighty name. One day I told a vision, when I come to your church, and the next time I come to a church, I'm bringing you a check for more than a million shillings. I told him, the next time I preach in your church, before I open the Bible, I'll give you a check of a million in Jesus' mighty name. And I told him, it's not more than two years. And this is the second year. So I'll take that check in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Because I have faith. I have faith in Jesus' name. Money cannot reject me. How? It is not possible. It is not possible. That's to break the spirit of disappointment, you have to have the faith. Of God, that things will work in Jesus' name. Whatever rejects you, write it down and command it and tell it, you, you'll be testifying together with me in Jesus' name. I have said, the failures of my mother, the failures of my father, have no authority to follow me in Jesus' name. I have said, they have no authority. There are some things that I've said, they, in our generation, they end with me. I have decided, they end with me. I am not waiting for anybody, my brother, Apostle Joshua, to break them for me. I have said, they end with me. That's why I love my little son, Jesse. Jesse, Jesse enjoys me. He makes me feel a bit kewaru here. Because he normally reminds me. He normally sort of tells me, Dad, preach the much you can preach. But remember, I will operate with more anointing than you. Now, I have, as bitter as it is, I normally accept it because... I have broken that failure in my life. So that he may operate in that. My son Joshua reminds me that he will change cars more than me. I feel bad, but it's because there are some, there are some challenges I've said they are being broken in my life. In my life. So that they may, my children may have it easy. In Jesus' mighty name. You can do the same. You can do the, the same. You can say, whatever is challenging me, today it is being broken. We are not leaving that door today until it is broken in Jesus' name. Even if it means we study with you here until you tell us, now I feel it has gone. Today we are speaking each and every one of them in Jesus' name. Today we are mentioning them by name in Jesus' name. Today we are disconnecting ourselves from the circulars of disappointment in Jesus' name. We are disconnecting ourselves in Jesus' mighty name. I remember when the, the last employer employed me, I remember very well, and I normally say, please, if we go with, with, with you with an interview, and I'm number one, please just go home. That's what I normally say. So I, I was working with Total, and then they sent me the, the company. I was the regional manager in charge of Mombasa. Then a company calls to, to poach me, and I told them, sorry, you have to pay for the flight. When you have faith, you're able to give conditions. You're able to give and this is what I like, I like about faith. When you have faith, my brother, my sister, you are able to give condition. It does not matter who they are. And I said, you have to pay the flight. They pay the flight. So, they were, we were supposed to be interviewed three people. They made a good choice. They put me number one. And they interviewed me. Then the CEO of that big oil company said, told the HR manager, you are right. We are not interviewing anybody else. Send them the regret. This is the man. This is the, the man. Because the Bible says, Pale tutakanyanga na magu yetu. Mugu yetu. Tumenyaku. 
Why are you giving rooms for the others to come and, and, and compete with you? Say, I possess in Jesus' name. I possess. And tell the Lord, I have just possessed. Possessed. You deal with the others, but I have just possessed. Possessed. Faith, my brother, my sister. Faith. Speak to your disappointment today. And tell them, you have to go. We cannot live together. You know, one of the things I've told the spirit of disappointment in my compound. The other day I was anointing my compound. I anointed the gate. And I stood at the gate and I told the gate. If some troublers of my life ever passes this gate, you will tell me. That's my gate I'll speak. It has ears. You keep quiet on yours. Me, I sold mine. If some troublers of my life ever pass this gate, you will tell me what is your work. You will tell me what is your work. And then I went to the door. If you come to my door, you will see, I tell my children to check today. If you go to my door, it has two crosses of the anointing on. And I told my, my door, if the gate allows the troublers of my life to pass there, and they come to you, and they pass you, you will tell me. Because my door has five years. That's what faith does. Praise the Lord. That's faith. What? That's faith? That's. So stop and telling me, alikuja kwa nyumba yangu, akafanya, 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 alipitia wapi. Your gate has no commission. Your door has no commission. Commission. It can open for everybody. Ask my family. There's nobody who has ever come to our home and they cannot remember for the last many years to trouble us. And I am not afraid to say, if you come to my compound, we own two cats. We have no watchman. I'm not afraid to say. We only have two gates and we live in a compound. We have no one. My neighbor, a deputy governor, has a stone wall, an electric wall, he has G4S, he has big dogs. But I live peacefully because my, my gate has a command. If the trouble of my life passes here, you will explain to me. You gate will explain to me. You have years here. Friends, my friend, what I'm simply saying, there are some things that troubles our life because we have not spoken to them and command them to, commanded them to shut up and commanded them to obey and commanded them to fulfill their mandate. So we finish the scripture says, trust, we are, we are at the point of trust, Cindy. We are still <laughs> going to our scripture. In him we'll never be put to shame. The word shame there means disappointment and disgrace. Disappointment and disgrace. I remember there's a sister who came and told me, my brother, the man of God, my boss is really a disappointment in my life. And I told her, my sister, before you proceed further, can we transfer your boss? Go and think about it and come to me. Because what you're telling me, either I tell your boss to shut up, or I, I transfer your boss. One of the things I have told the Lord is to have mercy upon my life that I may be a good boss. Because I discovered there are some Christians who have faith. I can be transferred. I can be sacked. Have you discovered, ever discovered for everyone to give a testimony, for you to give a testimony, it means somebody has to go down. Have you discovered that? Just think about it. Are you, do you want a job? For you to get a job, somebody has to be sacked. Do you need a financial miracle? Somebody has to have less money. Money. Are you, do you trust in God to get married? It means another lady will miss her huh? husband. And then you want to live easy. The Bible says the kingdom of God suffered. And the violence? Yes. Are you trusting God for a financial miracle? It means the banks will earn less money. 
It means that Shylock has no business. Are you trusting God for land? It means somebody will lack land. Are you trusting God for a house? Somebody will miss a house. That's what it means. And then you want to sit easy. No. You have to fight and say, mine is mine. Mine. The Lord will deal with my neighbor. That's why I said, I know people don't agree with me. That's why I said, personally, when I pray for food, and people, preachers don't agree with me on this one. When I pray for food, I give thanksgiving, I eat my food. I do not pray, bless those who do not have. That is, that is not the time to intercede. That is the time to eat. I just give thanksgiving and I eat. And I eat. The Lord will deal with those who do not have. There is a session for, inter- there is a session for intercession. When I go to the room to intercede, I will intercede for them. But now I'm eating my food. I give thanksgiving. And I eat. And I even ask my wife, is there more? Praise the Lord. Don't bring too much interceding where it does not belong. Enjoy. Be happy. The book of Ecclesiastes, which is my, my uh, pastor loves, chapter 2, verse 26, it says the Lord loves a man who is, has wisdom, understanding, and happy, happiness. So when there's a time to enjoy, enjoy, and don't apologize. If you're, if you're, if you, if you are dressed very well, enjoy, enjoy. If they don't tell you, tell yourself, I love me. Why are you being apologetic? Until you know, you know. No! I have love to tell myself, I love me. Because I love me, I can love you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of the disappointments we have is because we do not appreciate ourselves. Pastor, we need to appreciate our ourselves. If you live in a good house, you live in a good house. Now, Jafika, if they have a problem, tell them, Nabado, si Jafika. I have a testimony. The Lord is doing something in my life. The Lord is doing something in my The Lord is at work in our life. It does not matter what we are going through today. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, and this is where I end because I'm, I'm excited to go ahead and uh, preaching is not about excitement, it's about passing important knowledge. Somebody said the name Jesus simply means, J means just when. And I've asked my brother to project it for me. Somebody put in simplicity this and I gave it to our media team and I told them to project it for me. This is what somebody said. The name Jesus means just when everything seems helpless, God unselfishly sacrificed his son so that the spirit of disappointment may not have authority over your life. So that the spirit of disgrace may not have authority over your life. So that the spirit of shame may not have authority over your life. Praise the Lord. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, the spirit of disappointment, from today, it comes off to my life. The cycles of disappointment, from today, they depart from my life. In Jesus' mighty name. The spirit of shame. From today, it departs from my life. The spirit of disgrace. From today, it departs from my life. Only the blood of Jesus has freedom 
to operate and op- uh, in my life and function in my life. Washing away every spirit of disappointment, spirit of disgrace, spirit of shame in Jesus' name. My brother, Apostle Joshua. Praise the Lord. We are about to pray. Are we ready to pray? Before we pray, allow me to mention something that the Lord whispered to me when we were preparing for this service today. There are two aspects of disappointment. We are going to deal with aspect one. But aspect two, we cannot deal with it in in this meeting exhaustively. The first aspect is the spiritual aspect where we deal with disappointment as a demon. But the second aspect is psychological, where we deal with disappointment as an identity. Now, the demon of disappointment, we will simply rebuke it. It will go. The spirit of disappointment will simply identify it and cast it out, and it will go. But the attitude and the lifestyle and the habits that foster or propagate disappointment, that one is your job. Do you agree with that? There are people who walk in a room expecting to lose. There are people who dress expecting to be disappointed. There are people who wake up in the morning expecting the worst. And as a result, they may be prayerful, but they are still disappointed. Disappointment is both a spirit, but it is also a psychology. It is a condition of the psychology. I was, uh, my brother Joe, I was watching some three documentaries before I came for the meeting. The first one was on a man whom I love so much. I want to put his photo in my room. He's called David Ben-Gurion, the first prime minister of the state of Israel. And the other one was also of a woman I really admire, called Golda Meir, the first, Afro, the first woman prime minister of Israel. And I looked at these people who lived like failures so that the nation could become great. Every opportunity they had was an opportunity of hardship. And the more the hardship kicked them in the face, the more they kept going and going and going. And I noticed one thing about the Israelis. These people thrive in adversity. You give them a desert, they will give you a forest. You give them war, they will give you victory. You give them poverty, they will give you prosperity. They look forward to shaming the expectation of the world, especially the expectation of their enemies. And the Lord spoke to me when I was watching the documentaries. My son, challenge my people to be thinking and operating like the Israelis. Brethren, we cannot get testimonies like what my brother was speaking about out of comfort. We cannot know God heals when we are healthy or when the people around us are healthy. We cannot know God provides when the people around us have abundance. Some of us, when we see poverty, we run. Instead of facing poverty and telling poverty, I am taking you down. You are not taking me down. 
Some of you, when you see any kind of disappointment, you begin to panic. Disappointment should be your food. To prove that the God of Israel is your God. The God who turns the wilderness in, into a forest. That is your God. My brother Joe, though we are going to pray for some of them to overcome disappointment, they are going to decide. Some of them just have to decide. Enough of disappointment. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the Lord Jesus is showing me what he was showing me when I was down here. The spirit of fear. Many fear till it happens. Some fear to be sick till they become sick. Some fear to be broke till they find themselves broke. Fear is a door opener to hell itself. Never give in to fear. I wish I could shake you or slap you just to make you be bold. But sometimes boldness is your own decision. Sometimes faith is a decision. Allow me to read very fast before we pray. Something very, very strange. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11, it is about faith, as my brother was saying, from verse 33 going down to verse 38. There are 18 things that I have listed that I've seen there. You can underline as we go. The Bible says, let me begin from 32 so that it can flow well. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets. 33, where we are coming to. Who through faith? Who through faith? These men are not noted for their money. They are not noted for their education. They are not even noted for their spouses. They are noted for their faith. Now, this faith was not proved in the place of prayer. It was proved in the battlefield. It was proved in the arena of challenges. It was proved in the place of impossibility. That is where their faith was proved. Some of you, we may pray and prophesy that your wall is going away. But the Lord has decided you are going to have faith to jump over that wall. Some of you, we may pray, oh, Father, quench the fire. And the Lord is saying, no, it is them to walk through that fire and to prove that it will not burn them. Eighteen things are mentioned there. Number one, and we are not going to study about them. We are just going to mention them. Who through faith, number one, conquered kingdoms. Kingdoms were there, but they were conquered. It doesn't matter how long the kingdoms took to be kingdoms. The bottom line is this. They were conquered. The Bible says, moving on, administers justice, meaning there was injustice. These people showed up and they administered justice. Number three, the Bible says, gained what was promised. Some have lost what was promised, but this man gained what was promised. Am I speaking to your spirit? You may have relatives who are busy losing the promise, but you, you will decide, I will gain the promises. You may have pastors who are losing the grace of God, losing the grace of God and the gift of God, but you, what they are losing, you will gain. Some are losing their reputation, but you, you will gain more and more reputation. There's an angel on my right as I'm speaking this. It means this is the will of God. It is time to gain what was promised. The Bible says, Who shut the mouths 
of lions. Now, I'm sorry, the mouths are in plural. The lions also are in plural. Some of you don't need lesser lions. You need more lions. Some of you need more mouths so that you can shut more mouths and get a greater inheritance. My brethren, it is not time to run away from the lions. My name is Joshua. I love battle. Because if you don't love battle, you cannot know territory. You cannot know greatness. Do not run away from battles. Walk through battles with one thing in your head. I am going to have a crown. I am going to have victory. I am going to have a testimony. There are mouths to shut. Maybe your landlord is the lion. Shut that mouth. Don't run away from that landlord. Shut his mouth. Maybe it is, it is your boss who is a lion. When he rose, everybody goes begging for their lives. You, you have to stand up and say, I shut your mouth. Jesus. I wish I could give you testimonies. Moving on. Christ of God. The Bible says, quench the fury of flames. They can be quenched. That fire can be quenched. The fire of cancer in that body can be quenched. The deep fire of death that is still hovering over your family can be quenched. Jesus, the persecution and the bad dreams that have been tormenting your children can be quenched. We are not going to run away from the fire. We are going to quench fire by our faith. The Bible continues to say, and escape the edge of the sword. The sword was there. It was not destroyed. It was not broken. It was only escaped. Every sword that is meant to cut you, that is meant to destroy you, you shall escape it. Every sword that is targeting your children and targeting them with disease, you shall escape it. Every sword that is planning to hijack you and to attack your house, you shall escape it. Maybe we can spare time and be on our feet and march through these declarations. Are we ready? We can march through these declarations. We are beginning with number one. We are conquering kingdoms. The kingdoms that our fathers lost, the kingdoms that our ancestors lost, we are gaining these kingdoms. Tonight, begin to pray that, Lord, I am conquering the kingdoms that have been lost. The kingdoms that have triumphed over me. The kingdoms that have triumphed over my people. I am conquering these kingdoms. In the mighty name of Jesus, every kingdom, my Father, that are meant to conquer, I decree in the mighty name of Jesus, I am conquering them in the mighty name of Jesus. By faith in the Lord Jesus, I am conquering every kingdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The kingdom of God suffered violence. The violence will take it by force. Tonight I'm taking by force every kingdom that I'm meant to conquer. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen to me. There are two citizens in this world. They are the slaves and they are the rulers. Are you hearing me? There are two kings, there are two citizens in this world. They are slaves and they are rulers. The kingdom belongs to the rulers. 
And tonight we are ruling over every issue. We are ruling over every circumstance. We are ruling over every situation. Tonight we are beginning to rule. Father, in the name of Jesus, put your feet in faith and say, Lord, I'm beginning to rule. My children are beginning to rule. My spouse is beginning to rule. Over every circumstance, over every issue, in the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to be ruled by any man. I refuse to be ruled by any woman. I refuse to be ruled by any institution. I refuse to be ruled by any circumstance. I refuse to be ruled in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree, I am a ruler. I am a king. I rule over issues. I rule over situations. I rule over dominions. I rule over territories. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I put my feet over every throne in this nation. I put my feet over every throne in this generation. And I decree, I and my family, we shall rule it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We shall rule over every enterprise. We shall rule in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hear my voice again, people. The Bible says the lender is a, is a, is a, is a slave. The, 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 the borrower is a slave to the what? To the lender. Nothing oppresses the church like death. Tonight we decree in the name of Jesus. We are above disappointments of death. We are above disappointment of death. We shall not be slaves of any lender. We shall not be a slave. Somebody rise in prayer. I refuse to be a borrower. I refuse to borrow in the market. I refuse to borrow in the bank. I refuse to borrow in the neighborhood. I refuse to borrow in the airport. I refuse to borrow in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, lift us above the spirit of borrowing. Lift us above the spirit of borrowing. You promised that we shall be lenders and not borrowers. And tonight, we agree with your word that we shall not borrow. We shall not borrow in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want, you, I want you to agree with me tonight that our children will never be found in the list of borrowers. Our church will never be found in the list of borrowers. Our businesses will not be found in the list of borrowers. Our bank accounts will not be found in the list of borrowers. Lord, redeem us from borrowing. Lord, redeem our church from borrowing. Lord, redeem our families from borrowing. Lord, redeem our leadership from borrowing. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we agree as a church. We are above borrowing. We are above servitude. We shall not be slaves of our neighbors. We shall not be slaves of the administration. We shall not be slaves of the government. We refuse to be slaves. We are rulers together with Jesus. We rule over issues. We rule over circumstances. We rule over politics. We rule over circumstances. In the name of Jesus. The Lord is saying we break addiction. Nothing has bound people like addiction. And some of us, our people, are still bound to addiction. 
But tonight we are breaking that disappointment. The thing of being in addiction must come to an end. Father, in the name of Jesus, we break addictions. We break addictions. We break pornography. We break alcoholism. We break masturbation. We break every kind of addiction. Lift your voice. We break addiction. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We refuse to be addicted. We refuse in the name of Jesus. We refuse to tolerate addiction. We refuse it in the name of Jesus. And now we are coming to this place of administering justice. Holy Spirit, we thank you. The Lord Jesus is showing me something very profound. That there are people in this assembly, your parents are not where they are because of injustice. I remember in 1993, I was a little boy when we were chased from our home in the southern parts of Mombasa because we were not residents of that area. Injustice was meted on us. And tonight there are people in this assembly who are not where they should be because of injustice. The disappointments have come because of injustice. We lift the blood of Jesus before the throne. And we decree, Lord Jesus, we are above injustice. Our nation is above injustice. Our church is above injustice. Our issue is above injustice. And Father, tonight as we lift our voice, break injustice in our lives. Break injustice in our children. Break injustice in our nation. Somebody lift your voice. Break injustice. Lord, we break injustice. The injustice that has beguiled even our nation, oh God. We break it in the name of Jesus. The injustice that has be, befell even our finances. Lord, we break it tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. We break injustice tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we decree. In this meeting, there is justice coming to your people. There is justice coming for the great one. There is justice coming to the little one. There is justice coming to the widows. There is justice coming for the orphans. There is justice in the name of Jesus. And Father, we lift our, our voice and our hands and we point it towards the judiciary in this nation. The days of injustice are over. We expose corruption. We expose corruption. We cast corruption. Some of you, your relatives who are corrupt may lose their jobs. May they repent before it is too late. We take the finger of God and we cast corruption in the judiciary in the name of Jesus. We cast corruption in the immigration in the name of Jesus. We cast corruption in the land ministry in the name of Jesus. We cast corruption in city hall in the name of Jesus. We cast corruption in the office of the president in the name of Jesus. You principality of corruption, we speak to you as the church. Come down in the name of Jesus. Come down in the name of Jesus. May justice be known in this nation. May justice be experienced in this nation. In the name of Jesus. And Father, because of justice coming to our nation, we decree in the name of Jesus 
The days of institutional poverty are coming to an end. The days of institutional backwardness is coming to an end. The days of institutional corruption are coming to an end. In the name of Jesus Christ. Moving on. The Bible talks about they gained what was promised. I don't know what God has promised you tonight. But we are here in this assembly. To believe with the Lord. That every promise is coming to pass. Lord, we thank you for the promise in Deliverance Church Gongron. We thank you for every promise. We thank you for every promise. Great and small. We decree in the name of Jesus. We are gaining that promise by faith. We are gaining that promise by faith. In the name of Jesus. The Lord Jesus is telling me to tell you something. Do not beg for the promises. Gain them. King James Version says, obtain. You report to the throne of God and you take it. Like a shopkeeper, you receive it. Tonight we are receiving the promise. The promise of good health. The promise of prosperity. We are receiving this promise. We are obtaining it by faith. We are obtaining it by faith. In the name of Jesus, the land we need as a church, we are obtaining it by faith. Do I have people of faith tonight? Do I have people of faith tonight? We are obtaining our promises. The promise of the next level. The promise of a good report. The promise of a takeoff. We are obtaining it by faith in the name of Jesus. They say in English you have obtained seven years. It is obtained. It is not prayed about. It is obtained. It is not debated about. It is obtained. I want you to obtain good health by faith. I want you to obtain prosperity by faith. I want you to obtain holiness by faith. I want you to obtain wisdom by faith. Somebody lift your voice and obtain. Obtain everything by faith. Put it in your spirit. Take it and put it in your spirit. Take it and put it in your spirit. Walk it, see it, feel it. The Lord is showing me a woman. Obtain your peace. Obtain it. It is a promise. The Lord Jesus promised to give you peace. Obtain it. Obtain stability. Obtain it. Do not beg God for it. Obtain it. And so, Lord Jesus, we talk authority over every spirit of religiosity, the spirit of mediocrity, the spirit of near success syndrome. We take authority over this spirit and we decree we have come to the place of obtaining the promise. We have come to the place of obtaining what was promised to us. We have come to the place of receiving the promises, of receiving the kingdom, of manifesting the kingdom in the name of Jesus.
And Father, we decree in the name of Jesus, none of these people shall fail to obtain their promise. None of these people shall fail to obtain the promise of eternal life. None of these people shall fail to obtain the promise of their next level. In the name of Jesus. And you thief of promises, wither and die. I say you thief of promises, wither and die. Somebody lift your voice. We command every thief of the promises. You spirit that brings doubt. You spirit that brings confusion. Wither and die. Wither and die. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. And the Bible says, they shut the mouths of lions. There's a lion roaring, but it is not really a, a, a lion. It is pretending to be a lion. The Bible calls him Lucifer, Satan. He prowls roaring like a lion. But tonight we want to shut his mouth in our marriages. Tonight we want to shut his mouth in our finances. Tonight we want to shut his mouth and to tell it, you lion, you shall not bite me. You lion, you shall not devour my child. You lion, you shall not devour my testimony. Lift your voice and pray. Shut the mouth of that lion in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command every mouth, we command every mouth of every lion to be shut tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, the lion that is bringing death and destruction, even in our neighborhood, we shut you down in the name of Jesus. We we command every lion that is stealing the health of our children, shut in the name of Jesus. We shut that mouth in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is telling me, it is true we are praying, but Satan has still planned to bring some of you to the den of lions like Daniel. We shall not fear. What pit they have dug for us? The Bible says in the book of Psalms, they shall fall into it themselves. Tonight we decree in the name of Jesus. The pit may be dark, but there is a role they will play. They will swallow the enemies who dug them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Mashenda Raraba Masoko. Okonde Rahayabaseke. Mashikinda Araba Kosondo. Otonde Sanda. Mashiko Robozika. Shanda. Makande Rebelzia Mamasia. Lift your right hand to heaven. We are doing a marathon tonight. I decree in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus. Every pit dug for me or for members of my family by my enemies. Cover your, the very enemies. Cover those enemies. Swallow those enemies. Swallow those enemies. In the name of Jesus.
And Jesus, give me a song of salvation, a song of praise, as I see your salvation with my very eyes. Lift your voice and praise them tonight. Lift your voice and praise Him. In the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I decree over your people that the God of Daniel is their God. No matter the conspiracy in their workplace, they shall triumph. No matter the conspiracy in their marriages, they shall triumph. No matter the conspiracy in this church, they shall triumph. No matter the conspiracy on the street, they shall triumph. In Jesus' name. Moving on. The Bible says, quench the fury flames. Tonight we decree, there is no fire that shall consume you. There is no water that shall drown you. There is no flood that shall overrun you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we decree over your people. We decree in agreement tonight. There is no fire that shall drown your people. There is no flame that shall burn them. Now the Spirit of the Lord is saying something very sweet. Do you want to hear it? The flames that were meant to burn the bush did not burn the bush. It instead commissioned Moses. Every flame that was to burn you shall commission you. Every flame that was to scare you shall commission you. Do you have faith in this house? Every flame that was to scare you shall commission you. In the place you are expecting the devil, you shall find Jesus. In the place you are expecting disaster, you shall find salvation. Mokonda Rabazeke. I want you to confess in prayer. Happy expectation, okay? Say, Lord Jesus, I command my expectation to turn out to be the best in the name of Jesus. My expectation shall not be the worst. They shall be the best. Now pray in the name of Jesus. Nandanda yamanamakoto lolomozaya rekemasherekora mayandararabo mesuto konesa yamakashu anaka yamamasekerelebebe nokondere yamza kabamamazia my expectation shall be the best they shall commission me instead of swallowing me they shall commission me instead of scaring me in the name of the Lord Jesus lift your hands as i agree with you I, I decree, my Father, over your people, that tonight, Lord Jesus, commissions are beginning in the very places of fear. Commissions are beginning in the very places of confusion. Just like Moses was able to hear your voice, even in the wilderness, in the bush, they shall begin to hear you. And I remove every spell of confusion over your head in the name of Jesus. I remove every chaff of fear over your environment in the name of Jesus. You shall not fear darkness, neither shall you fear what you do not know in the name of Jesus. Are we together? 
the Bible says now something beautiful. They escaped the edge of the sword. No sword shall touch your children. No sword shall touch you. The sword of a sucking letter shall not touch you. The sword of demotion shall not touch you. The sword of cancer shall not touch you. The sword of high blood pressure shall not touch you. Somebody begin to evict every sword. Evict every sword. Evict every sword of evil. Every sword of evil. Evict it in the name of Jesus. I evict it from my family. Every sword of joblessness. I evict you in the name of Jesus. Every sword of pain. I evict you in the name of Jesus. Every sword of confusion. I evict you in the name of Jesus. Every sword of death. I evict you out in the name of Jesus. Somebody lift your voice and pray. Now lift your hands. Let me agree with you. Father, I agree with your children. That the sword meant for them shall instead go to their enemies. The sword meant for their neck shall go to the necks of their enemies. The sword meant for their children shall go to the children of their enemies. The sword meant for their generation shall go to the generation of their enemies. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we take authority as citizens of this land. We decree there will be no more sword. Devouring of our land. There will be no more sword. Devouring our cities and our villages. We take authority even over Africa. We decree the days of bloodshed in Africa are coming to an end. The days of bloodshed in Africa are coming to an end. Somebody agree, agree with me. The days of bloodshed in the continent of Africa are coming to an end. Lift your voice, lift your voice. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift the sword of God, which is the word of God. We speak the sword of the Spirit. We decree the sword of the Spirit, even in our families, oh God. The sword of the Spirit, to shield us from disappointment, to shield us from calamity, to shield us, Lord, from falling, to shield us from backsliding, to shield us from every kind of miscarriage. The Lord is opening my eyes. I'm seeing in the spiritual realm. Some of you need to tie the sword around your health. Learn the scriptures that promises good health. Confess them and believe them. Some of you need to tie your resources around the sword. Because the wind will come to sway you. But if you are tied around the sword, you shall not fall. We take the sword of the spirit by faith. And we tie our health around it. We take the sword of the Spirit by faith. We tie our resources around it. We take the sword of the Spirit by faith. We tie our children around it. And we decree because of the word of God, we shall stand. The Lord Jesus said, everything shall pass away. But my word will not pass away. We decree because the word will not pass away, we shall not pass away. Our hopes will not pass away. Are we flowing well? Are you hearing the word of God? Tonight we decree because of the word of God, we shall not perish. 
It is no longer about what you have done. It is about what you have believed as the word of God. The word of God is able to preserve you. The word of God is able to de deliver you. So tonight in the name of Jesus, every place that you are meant to be ensnared, may the word of God penetrate and set you free in the name of Jesus. Moving on. The Bible says now, whose weakness was turned to strength. How is that? Some of you are repenting about your weaknesses. You are feeling sorry about your weaknesses. But the Bible promises because of faith, your weakness can become a strength. The weakness of Paul traveling and killing people was turned to a strength of traveling and saving people. The weakness of Peter losing his temper and chopping the ears of those who were trying to arrest Jesus was turned into a strength of killing those who were opposing God. That weakness can be a weapon tonight. I don't know your weakness, I know mine. Tonight, I am doing a trade exchange. I am exchanging my weaknesses for strength. Do not wait for me to pray for you. Pray for yourself. Every weakness, I turn it into strength. The weakness of fear, I turn it into boldness. The weakness of failure, I turn it into success. In the mighty name of Jesus. The weakness of near success syndrome, I turn it to overtaking. In the mighty name of Jesus. The weakness of every sabotage, I turn it into an appointment after appointment. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, make my weaknesses to be strength tonight. Because of the faith I have in you tonight. Say after me, in the name of Jesus, the weakness of my people, the weakness of my fathers, is now becoming my strength. Do you understand what you are saying? Repeat again, in the name of Jesus, the weakness of my fathers, the weakness of my people, is now becoming my strength. Listen to me, people of God. Without imprisonment, Joseph could not have become a prime minister. Without being a slave, he could not have become a ruler. What was meant to kill him made him alive. What was meant to bring him down lifted him up. There is no confusion in God. Every arrangement is meant to favor you. Stop fearing. Stop condemning yourself. Tonight we turn every weakness into strength in the name of Jesus. We decree our weaknesses are becoming strength. Our limitations are becoming our abilities in the name of Jesus. The government of Saul had a weakness. They could not fight a giant and kill him. But out of that weakness, a young boy was born. A young hero was raised up. Tonight, every disappointment in your situation, let it make a hero of Jesus for you. Let a hero arise in your disappointment. 
Let a hero arise in the name of Jesus. Moranda ya masaka. Some of you cannot pay off some debts. That is not a weakness. That is a strength. So that God can take you to a level of provision you have not known. So that God can come through an angle you have never seen. The Holy Spirit is telling me, open your spirit. Because these words I'm speaking, they are from the Holy Spirit. And they are meant to tilt you to another level. Every weakness of, of poverty will turn it into prosperity tonight. And we decree the disappointment with poverty comes to an end in the name of Jesus. I see the Lord overtaking some of you. I see the Lord overtaking some of you. Because your stagnation has now become your weakness. Your delay has now become your weakness for the Lord to overtake you. And so, Father, we turn every situation over to you. We cast every care over to you, knowing that you care for us. And everything is going to work for our good in the name of Jesus. Moving on. The Bible says, And who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Battles should not weaken you. They should make you powerful. Battles should not make you a wimp. They should make you a warrior. Tonight in the name of Jesus, every battle, past, present, future, let it come so that I can be strong. Is that too dangerous to pray? No, that is the scripture. Every battle should make you stronger, should make you more powerful. Battles against every kind of obstacle. They should make you more powerful. Lift your voice and pray. I refuse to fear battle. I refuse to run away from battle. Battle shall make me stronger. Battle shall energize me. Battle shall uplift me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Lift your hands as we agree. Say after me, in the name of Jesus, may every battle that I am facing introduce my life to new power and strength that I have never known. In the name of Jesus, may every battle facing our nation prove the power of God Manifest the power of God on behalf of our nation. In the name of Jesus. Now listen to me. Some of you in your places of work, some challenges are going to begin to be seen. But they are your moment of glory. Some corruption must be exposed so that your moment of glory as a woman or a man of integrity may be seen. Some thieves may, must be caught so that you who is honest, you can be proved as honest. Let every battle the Lord wants to introduce, let it come. But let the power not be missing. Let the victory not be missing. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says now, 
Women received back their dead. Raised to life again. Why do we say women receive back those which were dead? Because it is women who give life. Tonight, every kind of death of your vision, every death to your opportunities, every death that is trying to bring you down, may you see life instead. I want you by faith to point to every area you have seen death in your family. Some people should have been learned, they are not learned. Some should have been married, they are not married. Some should have gone abroad, they have not gone abroad. All these are graveyards. So that our God can prove that he can give life. I am believing not only for your victory, I am also believing for the victory of your family. I am believing for the victory of your extended household. That the victory of the Lord will be seen in the very places of defeat. Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak to every grave. We speak to every coffin. We speak to every kind of, of burial. We command life in the name of Jesus. Every place where there is a grave, we speak life in the name of Jesus. Somebody lift your voice and pray. Every place of burial, we command life. We command a lifting. We command a raising. In the mighty name of Jesus, every dead hope, we command, oh my Father, that it may come back to life. In the mighty name of Jesus, every dead expectation, we command life. In the name of Jesus. And in this church, we stand in authority to forbid any power of death to come near any member. To come any, near any member. To come near any member of any member. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we refuse to bury the hopes of our young people. We refuse to bury their dreams. We refuse to bury their expectations. We refuse to bury their potential. This shall not be a graveyard. This shall be a life yard. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody speak life. Somebody speak life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift your hands as we agree. I agree with you tonight in the name of Jesus. That wherever Jesus went, he raised the dead. Wherever you shall go, you shall raise dead things. Wherever you go, you shall raise the dead. You shall raise dead hopes. You shall raise dead expectations. You shall raise dead expectations. You shall raise dead potential. Wherever you shall go, you shall be an agent of life. And disappointments that come because of death shall bow before you. If you believe it, say amen. amen. The Lord is saying, we should not just pray about death. We should go and stop it. We should march out and stop it. Many are giving up on their dreams. They are about to bury their dreams. We should stop that. Many are about to bury their relationships. We should stop that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But the Lord is showing me some of you, you are about to bury your family altar. You are no longer gathering to pray as you used to pray. You are no longer gathering to seek God as you used to seek God. Go and resurrect that altar in the name of Jesus. Go and resurrect the family altar. Command that heavens will come down no matter what. 
The Lord is speaking to several people in this place. Family altars need to be raised back to life again. And as you live here tonight, go and speak back life to those altars in the name of Jesus. Moving on as we are about to finish. There are others who are tortured, refusing to be released so that they may gain an even better resurrection. Some face jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sewn into two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and ill-treated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in the deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. They were all commended for their faith. Not for God's faith. Not for their neighbor's faith. For their faith. How many are deciding tonight, beyond many prayers, you are deciding that your faith is going to be commendable? Your faith is going to be commendable. And so tonight, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Give us commendable faith. Give us commendable faith. Give us faith that will be commended by heaven. Give us faith that will touch generations. Give us faith that is bigger than our own lives. Faith that is able to raise our generation. Give us faith tonight.